Hi guys, this is time to get us up in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just regressing the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And I'm Dally. And I'm Dally. And I'm Dally. And I'm Dally. Oh, I can't get over how squeaky and girly your voice gets when you get on the uh, recordings. Oh, shut up. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. God, but no, bring the energy. We got a lot, we, we got some cool things to talk about. We're going to really dive into, uh, the, the high points of, uh, women wrestling. It's an amazing, uh, it's an amazing time to be, uh, a fan of women's wrestling with everything going on to, uh, oh, yeah. recently. Great time to be alive. Quite, quite the, the proud moment for all women wrestling out there. Yeah, we're going to take some time. We're going to talk about some, what? So, yep, we're just diving in. Yeah, we're going to dive into some women wrestling. We're going to talk about SCW Retaliation. It's happening this Saturday. We're going to talk a little bit about the bracket for the tournament to crown the first ever SCW High Voltage Champion, which uh, I am quite proud of because I, I'm pretty sure I'm still the general manager of that show. You're pretty sure or you're sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, SCW has a lot of meetings that I'm not really invited to. Then that what really that? needs to change. I don't know. That needs to change, though. Well, why don't you reach out to them? Eh, you know, when you when you poke fun at you know certain people in the company, they really um, they really hold a grudge. I'm still well, trying to I'm, I'm still trying to you know figure out exactly if uh, Steve is my boss or not because uh, I don't. I mean, I still don't know that. Who? Steve, Aren't, Aren't, Arnett. Oh. Power me. Hour Steve, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he signed that contract that gives him some kind of authority for SCW. I don't know if he's my boss or not. I know Terry is, but, I mean, I guess all my speculative uh, theories on, uh, you know, which side Terry stands for is, you know, kind of put a sour taste in his, uh, his mouth when it comes to travesty. So... My yeah, problem is still sketchy to me, but whatever. He is sketchy. That's what I'm saying. But I got to find a way to work and get along with other people. That always seems to be my problem when it comes to uh, jobs and opportunities and stuff like that. Is like I need I need to work on my 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 uh, get alongness when it comes to uh, coworkers and uh, uh, subordinates or whatever they're called superiors. Yeah, superiors. There we go. So I'm going to work on that, but I am GM of High Voltage. I'll say it right now until somebody tells me different. It's fine. Uh, High Voltage is going to put on a tournament. There's a, there's a bracket. We're going to go over some of the names that are in the bracket. We're going to crown the first ever SCW High Voltage champion. That's going to come up at, a, at an actual SCW show uh, in a couple months, so I'm excited for that. Uh, SCW is returning to Steam Hollow June 18th for Rock and Wrestling. I'm excited for that as well. 
Well, I want to talk about retaliation. I want to talk about some of the news that's been happening in wrestling as it pertains to women wrestlers nowadays. But before we do any of that, I got to remind all you guys that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. That's right, guys. Your one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Whether you're looking for a graded comic that you hang on the wall and have the envy of the, uh, you know, your nerdling little get-together friends who are probably sitting around playing D&D wishing that they had the comic you're hanging up on the wall. Or if you're just looking for some raw comic that you can flip through and read while taking a shit. Either way, they have comics that fit your needs. Everything from graded to raws, everything from Marvel to DCs to the lesser unknown uh categories of comics, they're all available at cartercomics.com. You can check out their amazing store right there on their website. Or if you're a big eBay fan and you want to do the auctions or do like the, uh, hey, you know, I want to offer you this for a comic, whatever you, whatever you want to do, buy it now even. They have four different eBay accounts that you can sign up for and, um, you know, do some bidding. They're all right there on the website. You know, just go to the cartercomics.com, scroll to the bottom of the page. All four of the eBay sites are right there and available to you. But if you do buy it from the store and you do say, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to purchase these from CarterComics.com from their legit website with all their comics that are listed there. Uh, you can use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save yourself 10% in your entire order. That's right. You go in there. You can put $1,000 towards comic books. And if you use the promo code FREAKNET, it saves you 100 bucks. That's math. That's how that works. Amazing. Good job. So go buy, right? So go buy a thousand dollars worth of comic books. It'll only cost you nine hundred bucks. Again, math. The more you spend, the more you save. It's just how life works. If for some reason you can't seem to find a comic book in their store on their eBay account, reach out to them. Reach out to Carter Comics at CarterComics.com in the contact section. And say, hey, listen, I'm looking for a uh, amazing Spider-Man number. 847 from 1942, whatever the hell it is. Maybe they have it in stock. They have so many comics in inventory right now that have yet to be released to their eBay account or their, uh, their Facebook or their, uh, website. Just reach out to them. I'm sure it'll give you a good deal on it. Again, the Freaknet code will save you 10% in your entire order. Trust me, it's worth it. Go do it. Cartercomics.com. Get your comics, you know, build your, uh, fucking collection or, uh, start one up. I don't know. Just go do nerd shit. Start a card of comics. Just do it. With yeah, just do it. Be like Nike, but not Nike in the card of comics sense. Card of comics. Dot com. Freaknet. Ten percent. <sighs> Dally, I don't know if you listen to this freaking show, but usually when I'm done doing a plug, Joey will jump in and do the second plug. So this is your cue to do that. Oh, this isn't that show, though. That isn't it. No, it's definitely not. It's definitely not the same show. It's definitely not. It's fine. We can talk about Audible later. That's not going anywhere. Oh, we don't get to it at all. I don't care. I got Carter Comics out. As long as Carter Comics shows up on this uh, this episode, I get the, uh, the check cut to me. So I'm happy. Either way, my money's coming. I'm happy. All right, Dale, you want to talk about SCW? Do you want to talk about what's going on in the news as it pertains to women in wrestling? Uh, let's talk about SCW last. What do SCW last? Leave it as the main event. Yeah. Cool. Let's start with the latest uh, news report uh, in women's wrestling. Their the Hall of Famer Sunny uh, got arrested for another DUI. I believe she killed a guy. Yeah. 
Wasn't yeah. this like her sixth defense or something? It, she's had so many. She could face up to 30 years in prison. Oh, wow. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. It's, it's a shame to, um, because like, I mean, like she was so early on in like Dead AF, ECW, WCW, something that I don't really remember seeing much of her like, on TV. So the only thing I ever knew about her was, you know, listening to podcasts or biographies and stuff like that. So like when you go back and see all the amazing things she did and how messed up her life has turned out, whether it be, you know, pills or booze or making pornos or killing a guy with a car. Um, realistically, uh, you know, it comes to a point where, you know, you can sit there and you can blame like everything on the wrestling business, but there's also a point where you kind of got to take responsibility for yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Daddy Hall Famer Tammy Lynn Sitch returned to Pelusia County, Florida jail on Friday after having her bond revoked. According to TMZ Sports, Sitch initially posted bond last week after getting arrested on eight charges, including DUI causing death. I do believe like her boyfriend actually put up his house as collateral for uh her bond. Uh, Sitch, who went uh, by the ring named Sonny during her WWE career, allegedly had a blood alcohol level three and a half times over the legal limit. When she was involved in a car crash, she killed a 75-year-old man on March 25th, per police. She was arrested on May 6th and posted bond the next day, but a judge agreed with the prosecution's assertion that Sitch is a danger to the community and revoked the bond, which I agree 100%. She is quite the danger. She literally killed a guy. The 49-year-old previously spent over a year in prison from 2019 to 2020 on multiple charges, including driving while intoxicated. So, um, yeah, so for those of you who take pride in having a, um, a dalliance with uh, Sonny, this is who uh, this is who you're proud of. So good for you, Dolph Ziggler, Chris Masters, Chris Candido, Shawn Michaels. Um... I guess Davy Boy Smith too. So goody to all you. Okay, I want to move on from that because uh, it's just sad to talk about. It's, yeah, because like you don't think like the people that you grew up watching or looked mm-hmm. up to or anything is capable of these things. No, exactly. And it, it's it, the thing to me is like, I think like the first shocking like news report that I heard of when it like related to the people in like my generation of wrestling, like the people I've watched. Um, I think the the one that shocked me the most uh, was uh, when Elizabeth died, when she OD'd with Lex Luger. Yeah. I mean, it was Owen Hart. Yes, granted. But the thing is, Owen Hart died when I was like younger, younger. I think I was still like six seven when he died so like that really never connected with me elizabeth died in i think like 2000 2001 so that was the one that really like uh was like a like a holy shit kind of moment when it came to like uh an accidental death or whatever as relates to my generation of wrestlers i've seen Oh, please chime in whenever. Well, uh, what do you want me to say? I was. I, I, I mean, anything. When when I stop talking, that's your cue to just say something. 
Well, I wasn't around back then. I I don't I don't really remember. Not to my knowledge, can I remember of anyone? Um, well, I I can't really remember if I was around when anyone did something like that when I was no. watching it. No, for for somebody your age, probably the 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 biggest thing to happen in uh, in wrestling for you would. I don't know, probably be uh, maybe Macho Man having a heart attack and dying while driving. Maybe that. Um, maybe Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, you know, dying on the uh, on the hotel floor. Uh, Chris Benoit and the murder suicide. That I mean, now they're all speculating that maybe it wasn't a murder suicide. That uh, I mean, there's a lot of uh, conspiracy theories going on now about that shit. Have you heard about any of that? Yeah, I've, I've watched the Dark Side of the Ring on that. Oh, no, even beyond that, besides that, there's been articles that came out stating that the text messages that he sent out were sent after he died. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of conspiracy now, and they're just saying it all points to Kevin Sullivan, which I think is bullshit, but who knows? Anything is possible. That's true. Anything could happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Let's talk, let's talk about a little more recent, a little uh, current uh, wrestlers. Uh, tell me, tell me about uh, Sasha Banks uh, Naomi walkout. Talk to me about that. You know, it's it's hard to, to think about. Look, WWE, you know how they're very skeptical on what they release to the media and what they let their fans know. Mm-hmm. So. I'm like, is it, did they actually do this for a work or was it real? Like, I don't even know what to believe. Oh, I don't think it's a work. I think it's 100% real. I mean, no one, no one the history that Sasha Banks has on walking out on companies, it, it makes total sense. Uh, I mean, for but those Naomi of you, usually, like, I don't, I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, for those of you who don't know, which everyone should know because this has been like the biggest, you know, news. This the biggest thing in the news this might as far as wrestling is there's supposed to be a six woman uh, match on main event of Raw to determine number one contendership for the Raw Championship. I think it was Becky Lynch, Oscar, Dewdrop, uh, Nikki Ash, uh, Sasha, and Naomi. And they felt they were disrespected. They didn't have enough time to put together a good match or. They didn't want to wrestle a couple of the people who were in the matchup, uh, even though they had eight hours before the show to determine what they wanted to do. And halfway through Raw, they uh, turned their titles into John Laurinaitis and uh, took a walk. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I know there's a lot of speculation on why it happened. That was the big one. That's the more common is that they just felt disrespected in the sense that they're taking champions and they're – Thrown to a match like this. Um, some people say that the only reason Naomi did it is because Sasha coerced her into doing it and Naomi wouldn't do something like that unless somebody was pulling the strings or pushing the buttons to do it, which is also believable. And, uh, it comes to a point where I, I think somebody even mentioned that Sasha has this, uh, this, um, power trip in her that she feels she can do whatever she wants because she's considered one of the top stars in the business as far as the women wrestling division goes and I guess for some reason because her cousin Snoop Dogg that also fucking matters in some way but you've been in the wrestling business for a good uh, good long while uh, I'm sure you've seen some behind the scenes shit um, 
Have you ever seen anything? Have you ever seen a wrestler like let's just say an indie show, which is probably more common for you to have the back backstage um, perspective? You ever have somebody walk out in an indie show? You ever see it? I can't say that I have. I don't know if I have. What? Because that shows pride and commitment to the craft that you're performing, that you're doing. Now, this- if, if, if it was that easy, no yeah. one would, like, just because you don't want to, like, oh, I don't want to work this person, I don't want to work this person, like, they would be, like, that, that completely takes away the whole point of wrestling. Like, maybe it has something to do with creative, in a way. Maybe. I mean, they, they got, I mean, I know they have to understand by now. Sasha's been in WWE for what? Eight years now? Seven years now? 2014, 2015, whatever, when she got into NXT? I mean, there's a certain point where you have to sit there and realize that, you know, no matter what, at the end of the day, Vince has the final call in everything. Nobody has any control of what they're, I mean, the fucking Undertaker was around for 30-plus years in WWE, and even he didn't have creative control when it came to his shit. Yeah, he had some say in, like, you know, what he said as far as promos go. So did Austin, so did The Rock, so did Triple H. But they got to a certain point in their careers where they're able to do that shit. Sasha, I think in her mind, she's there, but realistically, she's not. You know, I mean, you're a big fan of Charlotte Flair. You could agree with me. Like, Sasha's no Charlotte Flair. Realistically, Sasha's no Becky Lynch right now. Those are the top two in the business. If you, you know, want to discount, you know, Rhea Ripley's growth or the fact that um, uh, Ronda Rousey's back, you know, and her popularity is equivalent to, like, what a Brock Lesnar would be. Uh, But, I mean, yeah, I mean, Sasha isn't, I don't think, at that pinnacle that she claims to be just because – she comes and she fucking goes. She's around for a couple months and then she's gone for even longer. She comes back and does some goofy shit like this and then she's gone even longer. And she's always had, I feel like she's always had that attitude. Like her gimmick is literally her. Like I feel like it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, oh, yeah. and I, that's, that's why I've never been a big fan of hers. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to take away, I'm not going to take away from her talent in the ring. No, God no. No, but, she, she's great in the ring. I mean, there's a reason she made an event at WrestleMania with Bianca Belair. Like, I get it. But she she sits there. It's, it's very similar to Stone Cold Steve Austin back uh, when he refused to uh, face Brock Lesnar. I think that was 2003, maybe. Um, could be a little bit earlier than that, maybe 2002, when he just walked out. Like, that, that refers, they, they refer to that as this being similar. And yeah, you can look at it in the same way. They didn't want to wrestle somebody, so they took a walk. Stone Cold didn't want to wrestle somebody, so they took a walk. It just, I mean, the shit doesn't make sense, you know, in the sense I mean, that... it would be one thing if you felt, like, unsafe or something. Yeah. But, like, I don't I don't think that had anything to do with it. No. They've mentioned that, that... Because they never mentioned by name who they had a problem with. I'm assuming it's it's Ash and Dewdrop. Because I don't see them having an issue with Becky or Asuka. But they mentioned that the that Sasha and Naomi have wrestled the people they're having an issue with before. Just for some reason, they think that this six-person match was an insult to them being tag team champions. Which, first off, they shouldn't be tag team champions to begin with. I hate when they just throw people together for the sake of just throwing people together. 
Yep. Like Sasha and Naomi are not tag team partners. They just threw them together because they needed something to fucking do. They were literally the only team in that match at WrestleMania that I thought there there's there's no way. But then they threw me for a loop. Well, yeah, because I mean, nine times out of ten, Sasha always turns into the fucking heel. Yep. But only um, time until that happens. Yeah. Uh, so the article from WrestlingInc.com, um, regarding how her fellow employees felt about Sasha Banks prior to this incident, several claimed that things have seemed to have eased up in that regard in recent months. According to FIFO, one staff member said that while they'd not had positive experiences with Banks in the past, they understood why she walked out during the show. They noted that once 8 p.m. rolled around, she wasn't going to be able to speak with Vince and she knew she wasn't going to work the match so there was no need for her to stick around. Um, finally, someone reported close to the situation believes that they released their statement as a way to pit those talents against each other. That same person believes, however, that all those involved would be quick to reach out to one another to clear up any misconceptions. Um, but it's, I mean, it's just dumb. It, it's, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but. How many chances do you have to give somebody? I mean, there, there's so much talent in the women's division day to E that if you just release Sasha, I don't think anybody would care. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, no. You have you have so much talent right now between you. you I mean, fucking give her Naomi. Who gives a shit? I mean, Naomi go too. I don't care. But between Becky and Asuka, Ronda Rossi, Charlotte Flair. Um, you had Raquel Gonzalez who came up. You got Rhea, Nikki Ash, Rhea Ripley. You got Dewdrop, whatever. I mean, they, I wish they didn't get rid of Tony Storm. I love Tony Storm, but there's so much talent down in NXT that could come up too. You now, there's so much talent there that you know Sasha could go away. Bailey eventually should be coming back soon. I think she's getting pretty close. It just it just makes no sense. Yeah. I agree. Um, is there anything else in wrestling news that we may have missed? I don't think there's anything else really big. I don't think so. I haven't came across anything. But I live under a rock, so. Yeah. No, it doesn't really seem like it. I think that's... uh. I don't care about top stories. I care about wrestling news. Wrestling news. No, nothing. Doesn't seem like it. Young Bucks invited AAA mega champion AEW. No one cares about that. AEW's falling apart. Did you hear about that? No, um, I, don't, I don't follow it much. A lot of behind the scenes. Uh, wrestlers aren't too happy with the way everything's going over there. With like the way like, like with the uh, owners or yeah they just they just think like it's just chaos in the back you know just some of the guys who were there to build AEW are being brushed to the side for Moxley like Punk what is it like kind of since Cody left or I think it's been a growth since then like a lot of guys are I mean it's almost like TNA back in the day when Hulk Hogan showed up. You know, all these, all these guys who helped create AEW to what it is today 
is now being overlooked for CM Punk and John Moxley and uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, and shit like that. It's just all the WWE talent that's now being you know signed and brought over is now getting all the spotlight. You turn AEW, it's just like watching a fucking episode of SmackDown now. Same same wrestler, different name. Yeah. I guess I could see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else. That it is reportedly planning on splitting up another tag team soon. I guess the Mysterios? Good. Make Dominic a heel. That would just be weird. No, when? Why would it be weird? Ray needs to stop wrestling. Ray needs to stop. Well, if he doesn't need to, then why would he? He just needs to stop. What are you trying to say? He needs to stop. That's, I mean, I, I mean, I can't be much clearer. He just needs to stop wrestling. He's good. He did his shit. Now move but to the side. But if he can still go, then why would he hang it up if he doesn't? He need- got white because he could springboard some shit. Please, who cares? You're so mean. No, I just, I just, I don't need to see him wrestle anymore. I don't need to see people in their fifties in the fucking ring. Like, I'm good. Like, I mean, there's so much other talent. People are getting fucking released <clears throat> constantly because there's too much talent in WWE. Why do you need to keep around fucking Rey Mysterio? Why is Edge still there? Because he's Edge. Who cares? I care. He was great from 97 to 2011. I don't need him anymore. I just I think don't. I just don't. And then they pair him with fucking Priest, who's another useless fucking talent. Don't care about him. And then they put Rhea Ripley in there, and it's just going to drag her down. I hope not. I really hope not either. I just, I just, I mean, like, I like Edge. I really do. One of, one of my favorites, ten years ago. I just don't need him there anymore. There's other fucking people that... Need an opportunity. Like Kevin Owens. He's in some fucking storyline with Ezekiel. Why? 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 They bring Cody back. And now, yeah, great. He's feuding with Seth Rollins. What happens after that? Because they can't keep wrestling each other all the fucking time. Right. Hell, I just... People, people need to, you know, adapt and change with the times. And Ray needs to just go. Let Dominic do his thing. I'd put Dominic down in fucking NXT for a little bit. Maybe let him get a more updated, uh, uh, fucking, uh, wrestling gear to where it doesn't look like he's just wearing like a, a jumpsuit all the time. Maybe develop more of a wrestling physique. You know, he just, he, he just fucking resembles just like he has the body and the, and the, uh, the uh, fucking, um, uh, wrestling gear of like a fucking yarder. Very unimpressive. Not a big fan. Well, I'm sure he's like, he, I'm sure the other people came up with it with him. I'm sure it wasn't just him. 
I'm sure it was him and his fucking dad because if you zip up his hood, it just looks like his dad's fucking mask. Big damn deal. It just makes no, it makes no sense to me. Like, like, okay. You've seen people wrestle for the first time in indie wrestling. You've seen them come out to the ring, have their very first match in their, in their very first attire that they owned. It's like, yeah, I got my own fucking ring gear. Look at these fucking pants. You got flames running down the side and it says Big Mac Thompson. You know, that's my fucking name across my ass. It says Blazing Glory, whatever the fuck it is. They wear it for a couple of times and realize, yeah, these are kind of dorky. I should probably get some new ones. So they get more updated. They look nicer. Maybe better looking flames. Maybe taking their name off their ass and down their leg and shit. Maybe, you know, pairing it with some good kick pads or whatever the fuck they want to use. And then they start looking nicer. Dominic hasn't got out of the, uh, oh, hey, this is my first pair of wrestling gear attire. He still wears it like... He just got out of the fucking school and he just borrowed a bunch of shit from some fucking wrestlers. They're like, yeah, you know, I still got my gear from when I was fucking 12. Here you go. It's just not, it's just not pleasing. He just, he's just a hater. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I'm a realist. I mean, I just, I just, I don't get his gear. And I think part of it has to be because his dad's still there and they need to adapt to shit. They need to turn him to heel. They need to change his attire. Give him something maybe a little bit darker. It doesn't need to be fucking wearing white and purple and shit. That's his dad's goofy thing with his fucking masks and baggy fucking California pants. You know, he doesn't need to, he doesn't need that shit anymore. Beat his dad up, kick his dad out, let him go on his own. Get rid of the Mysterio fucking thing. Just call himself Dominic. He'll be fine. Or just call himself Dom. If he goes by Dom Mysterio, I'll be happier with that. Let him join uh, Elgato Fantasma that's in NXT with uh, with the other fucking guys down there. Put him with some people who can show him how to do something different other than his, you know, his fucking dad who, you know, just, yeah, could do a 619, but that's it. Are you done racing? Yeah, I guess so. It's not, obviously not getting through to you. I'm sorry, I'm tired. Oh, that's cool. Wait a, wait a show I'll pump you off for the show for our viewers. Well, you know, you're going to... Well, well, well. Anyhow. Hey, at least I showed up. At least I showed up. Oh, man. SCW Retaliation, Saturday, May 21st at the Japan Civic Center. Doors open at 6.30. Bell time's at 7. Tickets are $15. Japan Civic Center is 180 West, 1st South Street. What a stupid address. You just realized that? <laughs> West, 1st South Street. They literally had to set a cover all of them. Japan's Illinois. Did you just realize that? <laughs> Yeah, because I never, I don't think I've ever said the address out loud. If I did, I haven't said it in like four or five fucking years. <laughs> Alright, so we got eight matches that are booked for, uh, retaliation. Um, let's start, uh, we'll start here. Alright, first match we're gonna, well, these aren't in order, these are just the ones that I'm reading. 
know, maybe I will do them in order. Let's see if I can guess what the order is. Um, no, nah, I'm not even going to try them. All right. Eldorado <laughs> versus BJ Price. We've seen it a few times. Eldorado is fucking king. Eldorado is the legit, literally, the next big thing for SCW. Outside of outside of Creed, outside of Hunter Payne, nobody gets a better fan JPH. No one gets a better fan reaction at SCW than El Dorado. And I'm comparing it to those three guys I just mentioned: JPH, James Creed, Hunter Payne. El Dorado has more fan interaction than those three guys. Fucking love yeah, that. Crazy, it's crazy. Yeah, they go wild for El Dorado. Yeah, love this dude. Great that SCW has him on his side. Um, I think the five count thing's a little fucking dorky, but it's a cool thing to do. It shows his power, shows his dominance, and he has shown VJ Price over and over and over again that uh, Dorado's here and Dorado is serious. You know, this guy could be a contender for a future championship. You know, fairly quickly. Yeah, let's not forget that I don't think VJ has Keith in his corner anymore. I did not know that. At the last show, didn't 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 Keith kind of give him a thing or two at the end after he lost to Adam Cage? Was I at the last show? I don't know. I wasn't. I watched. I watched it on uh, on the thing. I don't remember. What was the last show? Was the last show Hall- uh, Steam Hollow? Uh, no, it was Shabans. Yeah, it wasn't at that show. The last show I went to was at Steam Hollow. When was that? God, what month is this? May? Holy shit. This is May, so this would have been April. <laughs> God. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. The last show I went to was, in, uh, was at uh, Steam Hollow. So I don't think I made it to the last show. So I'm not I mean, sure it was kind of hard. It was kind of hard to tell what was going on in the ring because you know how you watch it on pay per view and mm-hmm. sometimes you can't hear everything that's going on or being said in the ring. Yeah. So, but from what the actions I saw, it looked like they had a little bit of beef. So I don't know if that's like a thing or if they're gonna get over it or what. But what I'm interested, you know, we haven't seen Bo Anderson around in a while, so. I don't even know if Bulletproof LC is a legit thing at the moment here. I don't know. So, but I know if VJ's going out on his own, hey, maybe he needs to step up a little bit and not rely on the interference of people outside the ring. Maybe El Dorado isn't the person to practice that on, but we'll see. I mean, VJ Price is a big guy. But, I mean, compared to El Dorado, he just looks like any normal fucking dude. So my money's on Dorado for this one. I mean, unless VJ Price has slipped up his sleeve and the whole Keith thing was just a, you know, just a, you know, a, a, a diversion, a smoke and mirrors kind of thing. I don't know, but yeah, I go with El Dorado too. Yeah, you got to, cause he's the fucking man. That's a future fucking champ right there. Uh Joey CC versus Marco Anthony. You said CC was a pow guy. I never heard I, of him. I've never heard of him either, but I'm assuming he's got to be a pal guy because when do Joe Schmoes walk in unless they got a problem with SCW? I need more. <laughs> this guy looks like his uh, his 95 Ford Bronco broke down outside the arena. He's just going to come in to, you know, 
keep himself busy until his buddy comes and jumps him. You got all that from his picture? I got all that from him holding his glasses on top of his head as he's looking down. Yes. <laughs> Where that? Dude's wearing a fucking camo sleeveless fucking sweatshirt. Yeah. I def- he definitely drives a fucking 95 Ford Bronco. And I don't think, I don't know if they made Ford Broncos in 95. But I'm gonna guess that it's a, uh, it's a convertible Ford Bronco just cause he saw the top off of it. That being said, him taking out Michael Anthony. I just, I just looked at the picture now. I know what you're saying. <laughs> right? Now I will say, it's interesting to see him take out Marco Anthony. I know Lee Payne. I know he's fucking tagging partners with Hunter. I get it. There's an allegiance. There's an alliance. But Marco has a lot of history with Powell. You know, so he it's does. almost. Yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I mean, he. Oh, yeah. I mean, like recently. I, or are you talking about in the past? I'm talking about always. Oh. I mean, hasn't he had some relationship with Blaze over the course of I don't know, maybe a decade or plus? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mm. Well, even if you don't know it, just assume I'm right and just roll with it. Okay, well, I'll just take your word for it. Though. Thank you, appreciate it. God, that's all I ask. Just to follow me blindly, Dally. Everything I say, yes, that makes a lot of sense. You are correct because nine times out of ten, I am. You're right, even when you're bullshit and saying stuff. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Follow blindly Dally. That should be a new shirt that we should make for Tea Public. You wearing those those blind man fucking sunglasses and me just just leading you by the hand. <laughs> oh my god. Just follow me blindly. That's why I'm going to be the greatest general manager slash whatever you want to call it. In SCW, because what I say is right, and I will never steer people wrong. Granted, you sure about that? Yeah, fuck yeah, 100%. Absolutely 100%. I don't, I don't suck up. I'm just, I mean, I'm just an honest guy. That's why I don't get invited to board meetings. <laughs> no one wants to hear my bullshit. Well, that's their problem. Contracts. Alright, um, I don't know Joey Cece. I don't know what kind of guy he is, so I gotta go with Marco because, you know, I know him. Yeah. I mean, I gotta side with SCW. Marco. That's right, gotta go Marco. Alright. Um, VIP's taking on Adam Cage. VIP has uh, had a had a pretty uh, solid, I guess you want to call it a partnership or a friendship, whatever you want to call it, a professional agreement with uh, VJ Price, who we know that VJ Price and Cage has had some pretty uh, uh, chaotic, um, uh, uh, fucking what that was called. Interactions, altercations, uh, Cage, uh, BVJ Price, and, uh, I guess you could, was it a, was it a last man standing match a couple months ago? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I could just look at, uh, VIP looking to get some kind of retribution for a buddy of his. Um, huge fan of Cage. 
like uh like how he kind of like reinvented himself after bulletproof and recovering from his leg issues and shit. So happy for him. Happy he's back. I give it the cage. I I think I think him over VIP. I got to go with my buddy Adam Cage, too. I mean, I do say that he's going to be careful, though, because I don't think that VIP is going to come out alone. Oh, of course not. Oh, I mean, and again, VIP has kind of aligned himself with uh, the Sheik as well. We've seen them tag many times together. Yeah. Um, Evil Games and Evil Open Challenge for the Tag Team Championships. I don't understand what's going on with this one, because in the picture... You have uh you have Xavier and you have Angel. You don't show John Hudson. So I'm trying to figure out if like maybe they're trying to do like a team demolition rule kind of thing where they're gonna allow Angel to defend one half of the tag team championships. And if so, who is going to, you know, make that call and step up and face Angel and Xavier if that's so as the team? I don't know. It's it's hard. Like I can't even imagine. I can't even think of who would. Because as you know, SCW is not very high up with their tag teams. Like they don't have very many. No. So, no. I can't even think of who it could be, honestly. And. If Angel does step in and defend it, then I think that's cool. At least they're defending the championships and they're not sitting aside for the month again. That's true, you know. And we, we've known the Angel to have a lot of uh, issues with uh, people recently in pretty much SCW. But people who've come into SCW, she instantly had issues with. And it, it probably could have been some past issues. I mean, we saw what happened with her and um, uh, was it Selena Gray. Celine Gray. Celine Gray. We saw issues between them two. Obviously, Paloma Star, she's one to the title from her. Uh, Amazon, current women's champion, she's had issues with. Uh, I can't remember the other girl's name, but there's, there's so many that she has caused problems with that any one of them could easily go pick a male partner and, uh, you know, defend the titles. I mean, we could, who knows? We saw Amazon and El Dorado team up before. I mean, maybe El Dorado will pull a double header and, uh, you know, step up and maybe uh, him and Amazon will, you know, go for those hacking titles. If again, if it is Angel and Xavier. But if one thing I've learned about Evil Gains and Evil over the course of the last, you know, few months that, you know, they've been champion over the last, you know, almost a year that they've kind of been developing their team. I mean, there's no, there's no reason to not believe that John Hudson won't show up, you know, as a surprise randomly out of nowhere. That's true as well. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Evil Games and Evil regardless of who they're teaming up against just because I know that they have like the, the, uh, the sneakiness to do something to where they can hold on to the titles that they have. If they're, if they want to, I guess is what, how they prefer it. Yeah. Like I said, it's hard to make a, it's hard to make a decision with who you think could come out on top of this match because you don't know who they're facing, but. Mm Because they've had history in the past of pulling festivals on people and outsmarting them. I'm going to have to go with the Evil Games and Evil 2. Sheik and Bayonets are going uh, going at it one more time. One more you know, time? 
I don't know. Another, another, <laughs> another, they're going for another lap around the track as, uh, Sheik and Bay Nice go one on one in a lumberjack match. Oh, it's a lumberjack match? A lumberjack match. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Hmm. Any uh, thoughts on that? You know, depending, you know, I gotta just, I'm just gonna say Banex is gonna pull the fa- go over on uh Sheik here because even though Sheik might have his alliances with VIP or other guys or whoever, I think Banex has just as many people on his side. So I think it's kind of even out there. I'm gonna disagree with you. Okay. And um <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do I do what believe else that, is new? I do believe that Banex has friends out there. But when it comes to the Sheik, like he he's burned a lot of bridges over the years. Like I yeah. honestly, I think I think outside of uh, VIP, I couldn't see him having many friends that are going to have his back when it comes to, you know, being involved in a match like this. You know, like if he rolls out the ring, I don't see anyone helping him out. I can see a lot of people giving Bayonetta the opportunity to relax and catch his breath and everything. Because yeah. I mean. Bainex doesn't. Bainex stands up to a fight. He never really goes looking for one. Where the Sheik is, he'll take an opportunity to, you know, to stab you in the back. You know, you know, any chance he gets. Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, besides V uh, VJ Price and VIP, I don't know who else would have Sheik's back out there. Yeah. To quote to quote Michael Scott from The Office, he goes. Behind your back, right to your face. Anyways, I'm gonna go Sheik on the lumberjack match. I think there's, I think there's a surprise coming. I feel like there's gotta be a surprise coming. Probably. I don't it's see SCW. It's SCW. Anything is possible. Yeah, I just, I just don't see Sheik putting himself in this situation without having a plan B. True. So. Uh, Paulie Tomaselli, as far as I know, this is his debut to Southland Championship Wrestling. Um, and he's taking on, uh, the, what the fuck does he call himself? The, the original sharpshooter? I don't freaking know. The modern day <laughs> sharpshooter? No. The American sniper? He's taking on James Creed. Yeah, that guy. Taking on, taking on former Genesis champion. He's taking on, uh, best buddy of JPH, who I know I know, and I don't care what anyone says or how anyone who chooses not to believe me. There's going to be a point where JPH and Creed are going to get into an altercation because over the last few months of throwing towels in on each other's matches to protect them from bullshit, no, not one bit that that they're letting this shit go. I agree with you. It's gonna it's gonna come to a head. I don't know if James Creed ever faced Pauly Tomaselli, but I do believe this is Pauly's first match in Southland Championship Wrestling. The fact he's going up to James Creed is a true honor for James Creed because I just seen Pauly fucking, I seen, I watched a video of him wrestling my cousin a couple months back at a DWA show. Fucking Duke is still moving. I remember watching him wrestle in 2008, 2006 in Elite Pro Wrestling. Dude still fucking goes. Still a hard-hitting motherfucker. Those forearms, no joke. 
I think he's gonna light Creed up. And granted, you know, Creed hasn't had the best win record, you know, as of late. I mean, he had a great one going for almost you know, over a year. But something's been happy with Creed lately, to where you know he's just his head's just not really in the game. I think Paulie's gonna take advantage of that, and I, I'm gonna see Paulie go over on James Creed. You know, especially if Powell's involved and you got a bunch of guys out there or uh, what's his yeah. face, Chris, is out there or whatever. Yeah, thank you. I, I totally forgot to to uh, to mention that, that Paulie is a Powell guy. So, one half of Hardcore Impact. See, I wouldn't know. I don't really follow. Like, I, I, I follow the Powell C- uh, SCW thing, but I don't follow Powell. So, like, I... I know some people that have wrestled like all over, but not everybody. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. The one, the one, the best part about being on JFW is that you could co-host a wrestling podcast and completely admit to everyone how you don't watch any wrestling at all. I do watch wrestling. <laughs> I didn't. Say, I can't go to every indie show in the That's world. Okay, Daly. Men are talking. Why am I here again? Huh? Why am I here again? Yeah, for banter. Appreciate it. <laughs> SCW Genesis Championship is on the line as current champion Jimmy Carrot takes on the Irish car bomb, Sean Mulligan. I'm excited for this match. I really like Jimmy Carrot as champion. I, uh, I was a champion, and I think he's a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah, I think he does a really good job, you know, as you know the face of the Genesis title. Um, I think he brings a different gimmick to SCW that we haven't seen in quite some time. And uh, yeah, I mean, he he really brings out the best in some of these so-called SCW heroes, like James Creed. JPH, Sean Mulligan. So I'm going to go with Carrot. I'm going to say Carrot holds on to the title. I'm going to say there's a no contest here. I just have a feeling something's going to go on here. Sean Mulligan, you know, he's a great competitor for Jimmy Carrot, and I know that Sean's got a light under his ass, and he's, he, he's still going after that since he faced James Creed for the Genesis Championship a few months ago. Um. I think something's going to happen to where they're both going to fight their asses off and something's going to happen where it's a no contest and they'll probably have another match. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as I know, there is yet to be a Triple Crown champion in uh, SCW. Mulligan could become the first Cripple Crown, Cripple, Triple Crown Cripple? champion. Cripple? Cripple? Cripple Town. Cripple Town uh, thespian. Of uh, of SCW, I win the uh, Jehovah's Witness title. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I for, I forgot he was the tag champs for a while. Yeah, he was tag champs. Marche. I always forget that he was SCW champion. I knew he was CSW Southland champion, but apparently he was Southland Championship Wrestling champion at one point too. So all he needs is Genesis title and become the Triple Crown champion. But I mean, it's just, you can say the same thing for uh, Hunter Payne. He's just a Genesis Championship uh, away from it. Um, 
Oh, geez, I don't know. Uh, Jake Andrews is just a uh, SCW Heavily Championship away. Being a yeah. former SCW Tag Team Champion and a Justice Champion. Um, who knows? There could be history made. We could see a triple uh, triple crown champion, or we could just see uh, Carrot carry on his his legacy as a Genesis champion. Uh, and finally, uh, as mentioned on SCW's Facebook page uh, back on May twelfth, the lunatic has contacted the higher ups at SCW. That's not me; somebody else, unfortunately, and informed them that he'll be at SCW Retaliation, taking on JPH. It won't be his last match with SCW. That makes me sad, but I think he's going to go out with a bang. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I feel the same uh, way about this as I did about Rey Mysterio. I'm okay with it. Oh, my gosh. Great guy. We shared nachos together. Good guy. I just see enough lunatic matches. I'm okay with it. I don't think he'll be gone forever. Everyone always comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where's some comments that are posted on this? I'm intrigued now. Um. Nah, nothing exciting. Nothing exciting? No. No. I think either way, I think it's uh, going to be a great last match for a lunatic. Oh, take it on JPH 100%. JPH has come a long way. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed with everything he's doing. I'm going to be really excited when he uh, puts Creed in his place finally, because I know that shit's going to fucking happen. You don't throw a towel in on somebody when they're trying to go for a Genesis Championship. You just don't do it. And Creed did that. I know that's fucking brooding inside of fucking GPH. You know you won't admit it. But I know it's true. All right. I think it's anybody. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You just interrupted me. I'm going to brood on that for a minute. Okay. Do it. Because <laughs> I'm just here for, for... For banter. Yeah. Yeah. Stop interrupting daddy. What do I know? I don't know anything about wrestling. Why am I here? I don't know. I mean, if you watch wrestling, you'd probably be able to uh, participate more. I don't have, you know, it's hard. To wrap up the episode, I want to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is the tournament to crown the first ever. SCW High Voltage Champion. We'll be having a tournament to crown the first ever High Voltage Champion. All matches will take place on our YouTube channel with the final culminate, whatever. The final match happening at WrestleTopia in September. Current bracket, we have Meat Hooks taking on Turtle. Sheik taking on El Dorado. Natasha Crane taking on VIP. And Kindle Fire taking on VJ Price. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to call it now. I'm going to say VJ, uh, Eldorado wins. I'm going Eldorado you for the You can't have a say. I'm, yeah, I can. I give a saying. That's what I was going to say. Oh, you're going to say Eldorado? 
Yeah. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. Anyway, you're going to go with, like, Natasha or some goofy shit. No, I wasn't. I was going to say El Dorado. He's the most, uh, that's just what makes the most sense. It makes the most sense. Uh, way to keep Kate Fabe alive. Oh, because you do such a good job of that, too. Hell yeah, 100%. Everything I've said has been kayfabe. I live in the world of kayfabe, because kayfabe's real in my eyes. Especially between record and stop of these episodes. The reason I said makes most sense is because Eldorado can plow through all them guys, and I know it. The only person I can see Eldorado having an issue with is Meat Hooks. And the only reason I say that is because I'm assuming that this Meat Hooks guy is the same guy who wrestled uh, Sean Mulligan at a previous SCW show. He's from POW. He's the one that wears the Herman Munster uh, lift boots that gives him, like, an extra, like, nine and a half inches. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can see him being the only one that gives Eldorado an issue in this entire tournament. Uh, putting me hooks up against Turtle, I fear for Turtle, but I have enough confidence in Turtle to make it through. Nubby, I got your support up until you get to El Dorado, and then you're screwed. Um, I don't know Kindle Fire. That's new to me. I don't know who that yeah, is. I don't, I don't know who that is either, honestly. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, there's a couple of names missing from this I'm kind of surprised by. But there's also some names missing from here that I'm actually relieved they're not on here. Um, but I'm excited for this tournament. Like I said, they're going to be doing it on the uh, High Voltage YouTube shows. So make sure you guys are subscribed to Southland Championship Wrestling on YouTube so you can watch these. Uh, High Voltage uh, is released uh, bi-monthly, I guess you would call it, uh, every other month. Uh, show is released on, uh, YouTube, so you can check it out and enjoy some of the awesome matches that they, uh, offer up there. This tournament will go on. Again, WrestleTopia will be the deciding match to determine the first ever high voltage. Um, if I had to guess, I'm gonna say it's gonna be El Dorado, uh, and I'm going to say, uh, I'm gonna say Natasha Crane. I'm gonna say El Dorado versus Natasha Crane. No, yeah. that's a lie. No. I'm going to go El Dorado and, uh, uh, I'm going to go El Dorado. Now, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about this. I got to look up Kindle Fire. I got to see who Kindle Fire is. And now I'll make an assessment. Because I'm not going to break K, I'm not going to break kayfabe to justify my answers and shit. I won't do it. Because that's not what we're here for. I believe the description of this show is listed somewhere. It says where kayfabe still lives. And damn it, it's going to. Eldorado's going to win. I don't know who he's going to beat yet. Maybe Kindle Fire. I don't know. I might even say, is it Kendall or Kindle? I mean, he's, he's not a fucking tablet to read uh, audio books <laughs> on, right? I don't think so. Ah, whatever. Being the general manager know. of High Voltage, I should probably know who's in my own fucking bracket, but ah, whatever. <sighs> Kayfabe. Guys, if you have a chance to make sure you check out T Public T E E P U B L I C dot com, search GFW and pick up your amazing merch. As you guys know, we have a uh, we have a bunch of different shirts that are related to uh not only uh JFW but also Freaknet Studios, like Freaknet is my second favorite F word. You say freak like it's a bad thing. We also have Dally's uh, awesome shirt that apparently she doesn't like and wants to change, whatever. Um and we just still have Dizzle J shirts up there because apparently Dizzle J is still a thing here. 
Oh. Yeah. I didn't know. Neither did I. But go to JF, uh, go to tpublic, tpublic.com, search JFW, check out our amazing, uh, apparel and stuff. You get it. You get any logo, uh, not only in a t-shirt, but also a sweatshirt, a tank top, a coffee mug, a traveler's mug, pillow, poster, tapestry, wall art, uh, binders and notebooks, uh, cell phone covers, laptop cases. Uh, there's so many different things that you could get our different designs on. I recommend getting the Dally shirt before we take that down because she's sick and tired of the hard work I put into it. But what else? I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. You're like, I want to create a new shirt because the one you made sucks. I, was like, I didn't say that. You might as well have. Oh, my God. You might as well have. No. Anywho, uh, again, as I mentioned, SCW is this Saturday, May 21st in Shabans, but don't forget that they are back at Steam Hall Brewing for Rock and Wrestling on June 18th. That's in Mantino at Steam Hall Brewing. I know it's goofy because there's a lot of people out there who say, oh, Steam Hall Brewery. It's not. It's Steam Hall Brewing. So make sure you check that out. Brewing. Steam Hollow Brewing. Not brewery. Brewing. So make sure you check it out. Make sure you check them out on Facebook. Uh, see when the event is. Make sure you get your tickets for it. Uh, I'm not sure if they're available yet, but they, when they are available, it'll be posted online for you to check them out. You need to check out the Steam Hollow show with the Rock and Wrestling event. Cause it's absolutely amazing. Uh, you get to check out wrestling. You get to check out live music. Uh, it's, it's a fun time. Plus there's beer. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> so you can't go wrong. Um, yeah. Make sure you do check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just by searching Just Figure Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. You can find our YouTube page by just searching Just Figure Wrestling. And, of course, listen to our episodes when they are released, uh, wherever you find uh, podcasts on either iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Stitcher, wherever. You know, just search Just Figure Wrestling. We're fucking everywhere. 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 Dale, you got anything else? No, I think that's I think that's everything. So I guess it's time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect! As always, I am Travis Dick. And I'm Dally. And... Thank you for listening to another episode of Just Free Crossing, the JFW Podcast.